0: Hello friend, welcome to today's episode of The Neighbor Next Door. My name is Christopher Swanson, and I am the editor of this podcast, and I am coming on today to just give a quick note before we begin the episode. If you've been listening for the last couple weeks, then you know that we've been re-releasing some of our favorite episodes of The Neighbor Next Door. This time of year is really busy for us at the Neighboring Movement, so we've been re-releasing some of our favorite episodes as opposed to releasing new ones. But this is our final week of doing so. And next week, we'll be back with original content. So be sure to tune in next Tuesday for an awesome guest interview. This week, we're re-releasing a Neighboring Tip episode, as we're due for one of those. This week's Neighboring Tip was originally released on April 28th, 2020. So this one's a bit more recent. We wanted to release a Neighboring Tip from this period of pandemic because things have been changing so rapidly, and we wanted to release one that was hopefully as relevant as possible. Even so, though this episode is still a bit outdated. In it, we talk about mask wearing, but we're talking about mask wearing at a time before mask wearing was mandated in our state. So our, some of our language reflects that. But even so, at the neighboring movement, we are huge proponents of mask wearing, even on these kind of neighbor-to-neighbor interaction levels. In our state, it's being mandated for when we go out in public and we cannot observe distancing. But again, When we're thinking about having kinds of uh, gatherings with our neighbors from a distance or just interacting with them one-on-one, we still think wearing a mask is a fantastic idea. So that's just a little bit of caveat before we begin today's episode. We really hope you enjoy it, and we think there are still lots of details from it about distancing that we think are still quite relevant for this period of time that we're at in the midst of the pandemic. We hope you enjoy this episode, and again, don't forget to tune in next Tuesday when we'll be back with original content. Enjoy!
1: Hello, and welcome to The Neighbor Next Door, a podcast where we invite awesome neighbors to join us on our front porch so that they can share stories and tips for being a good neighbor, so that we can learn from them and be inspired by them. I'm your host, Matthew Johnson, and this week I'm joined on the front porch, as usual, by my co-host and uh, neighbor, Adam Barlow Thompson. Really, like, hesitated to call me your neighbor. There, <laughs> is that about me? <laughs> I'm, trying <to> move on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, uh, you know, just pondering. I'm just pondering. <laughs> Yeah. Well, and I'm joined today by the
2: background noises of staying at home during quarantine, which includes kid playing in another room. Uh, Hopefully, you won't hear too much of that. And we're also joined to speak about a little of this stay-at-home, six-feet distancing kind of thing that we're doing. We're joined by Christopher Swanson to bring us
1: a neighboring tip.
0: Hello, everybody.
1: Welcome back to the uh, Front Porch uh, Quarantine Edition, uh, Christopher. So, <laughs> thank, you, uh, thank you. And our regular listeners will know that you're bringing us a neighboring tip. So let's dive right in. What, what tip are you bringing us?
0: Yeah, so this week uh, we've kind of been thinking about uh, the idea of distancing. And so our tip for this week is engage in in-person interactions with your neighbors while practicing physical distancing. kind of in thinking about this tip we were um, we were thinking about the phrase social distancing and how sometimes that seems like it can be a little bit misleading and so that what's kind of been helpful for us that we've noticed is that we've been drawing a distinction between what we're calling physical distancing and the common phrase that's being used over the last few weeks which is social distancing and I guess for me, social distancing seems to imply this kind of intense, like absolutely no contact with anybody sort of situation, um, which is not necessarily true and not what we're going for. And so I think physically, like in my mind, though using the phrase physical distancing has seemed at least more accurate and if anything much more helpful um, for framing the concept for me, because we can still be social, um, And we can still engage in social interactions with our neighbors. We just have to be mindful of doing that while keeping a good physical distance between us. So I think, I was thinking about how it's not necessarily that we're isolating ourselves socially from any other people. We're not talking, we're not, Mm -hmm. because we can still be online and use these online platforms. And we can also still have in-person interactions. We just have to kind of make sure we keep this physical distance between us. So, Mm So yeah, so obviously there's been a lot of emphasis on transitioning to more online platforms for interactions and that's great and those are obviously really great ways that we can still maintain these social interactions. Uh, I mean if- without
2: them you wouldn't get your weekly episode of the neighbor next door. <laughs>
0: that's and then right, the audience it's
2: true. Would cry cry
0: cry. It's true. <laughs> I don't know about that last bit, but (laughs) that's true. (laughs) So, but then we were thinking about how this week um, we are encouraging people to be kind of intentional about engaging in in in-person interactions with our neighbors. We know that there's been a lot of emphasis on doing the online platforms and stuff. And again, that's great. But we also realize that there are some elements that are lost. In terms of communication and in terms of interaction, um, when we use those as opposed to being in person, and we've talked about those in other episodes, and we don't really have to get super into it on this one. But I was thinking about it, even just in terms of encouragement, like when we don't see our neighbors physically, I think that's kind of I think that's a kind of a hard thing, and I think people are missing those in-person interactions. And so I think even being intentional about having some in-person interactions, while of course keeping this physical distancing idea in mind that that will be really encouraging for our neighbors. And it's kind of a different thing as opposed to just writing a message on Facebook and our neighbors seeing like, Oh, they they must be doing well. Like they're in the house, they're writing that message on Facebook. I think it's a little more encouraging when they see us outside and we can actually have an in-person conversation. It's this great reminder that like there are still people in our homes. Like the, our neighbors are still there and we can see them in person and not just know on these online kind of platforms
2: right yeah this is i mean i think that that you're on to something here that's really important and and i think we'll we you probably got some stuff for us on this there's a lot of added layers to just even talking to your neighbor from across the street these days like none of it is simple anymore so True. um you know like how do we make it happen
0: yeah yeah So I think there's obviously a lot of ways we can do this, Um, and I think every it's going to look different for every person that experiments with this. But I would kind of suggest with starting by um, doing a little brainstorming, and I think I was thinking about thinking through how do you want to um, interact um, socially with your neighbors throughout this time, or what are you planning to do? We've heard a lot of different ideas, and we've talked about some of those on the podcast of ways that we can still have sorts of gatherings while being physically distanced. So there are a lot of people that are still doing gatherings from their front porches. So that's an option we can have available. Um, On our block, we love to play music together. And so one of the things that we've been planning is like a six foot, what we're calling a six foot sing along where we'll all be able to still play music together, but we're just going to be a little more spaced out when we're doing that. And so maybe you wanna do a sort of gathering like that so you can still have that sense of, of um, community and gathering with your neighbors, or maybe you just want it to be more of um, conversations. You wanna be more intentional about having in-person conversations with your neighbors. Maybe you've called them or messaged them or, or talked to them on Facebook or whatnot, but you wanna be more intentional about these in-person conversations. So I think you mm-hmm. might wanna start by thinking through that because the gatherings might involve a bit more planning and figuring out a good space to do that and the conversations might just mean you want to be more intentional about being outside so your neighbors can see you and those conversations happen naturally
2: um if if the listener is worried about their instrument covering the distance as far as like volume and sound would you recommend Uh a certain instrument that maybe would carry the sound far enough (laughs) (laughs) could you think of an instrument that is loud enough that they I mean, so I can it's
0: You, you could do like some brass instruments, no, um, well,
1: trombone, maybe.
0: Yeah, trombone. Mm-hmm. Those are
2: pretty hard to pick up and learn.
0: Maybe you should know. just sing louder. I, I don't know. I don't, I yeah. don't think
1: maybe there's another one that we could go to here that would be helpful. That's true. I, I mean, you <laughs> could always put the piano in the front yard. Right, <laughs>
0: yeah, the piano. That
1: seems like a pretty obvious choice right now.
2: <laughs> maybe this Albo? is... This is the moment where people really take the banjo. They're like, I need a loud instrument. And they're like, finally, now I have an excuse to finally learn the banjo. Just call me if you need help, folks.
1: I can teach you. time. <laughs> I mean, the thing is, this may be, I do think this could be the golden opportunity for the banjo because we're all finally far enough away that it's not making us miserable. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, I like the banjo from a distance, so <laughs> maybe, maybe this is it.
0: Well, back to the actual neighboring tip and away from banjo marketing podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> once you have kind of more of an idea for that plan, I guess I think the next thing you might want to think through is what are the physical assets that are on your block or the area that you're thinking of interacting with your neighbors that you can kind of use to help with that physical distancing. Um, So for us and for me personally, like there's been, I've noticed that now these um, like porches or being in like an area that's kind of separately spaced off from other areas can be helpful with our neighbors in terms of physical distancing and i guess one of the things that's come up is we have to be mindful of the fact that everyone is kind of thinking about distancing and practicing distancing in different ways and so you might be taking it a bit more seriously than your neighbors are and you might have to um, be intentional about planning things out so that you can you can still be able to keep up the distance that you feel comfortable with and want to be um, doing and so some of those barriers can be helpful I guess and in in ways that we haven't thought about before. So even if your neighbor has like a little fenced in front porch maybe if they're out there on the front porch then that gives you a kind of a natural barrier to stand farther back in their yard um, so you have that kind of space between you but those are just a few examples but after you kind of do that thinking through we would encourage you to just do whatever experiment you come up with and I guess a few suggestions that I was thinking about is one of the things that we've found really helpful is to name with your neighbor up front your physical distancing so just to say hey like just a heads up I am at least wanting to keep at least six feet between us and like that's nothing against you it's just I want to be serious about physical distancing and I want to protect you I don't know if I I don't think I'm sick I don't feel sick but I know that some people can this virus and be asymptomatic and I want to be mindful of the fact that I want to keep you safe and I think your neighbors are going to understand that like they're they're hearing about things that are happening on the news they're talking with other neighbors and and so I think they're going to understand that concept and be respectful of that and I think it helps to kind of name that up front before they come walking right up to you so um and then I guess another thing we would suggest is to um wear a mask this has been one thing that we've been talking about um, recently and I think there's kind of a stigma around the wearing the mask still at least it seems like in some settings and we found it to be really helpful just in terms of even in, um, I think for some people it's kind of this sign that like oh they're taking this seriously um, and even if they kind of go to the more extreme sense of like oh maybe they're sick or they're worried about being sick it'll still kind of help with that physical distancing in some ways and so but even just to tell people like this is a thing people are suggesting to us to wear masks. And so we're going to wear masks and we're going to kind of set that kind of example on our block and say that it's a normal and cool thing to do. And I guess finally, I would make one more note that just like in all of this, please, please, please always lean on the side of caution. If you're ever concerned about how something might go or if it might involve being too close with neighbors, just shy away from that. Like we want to be extra mindful of the fact that we want to keep, our neighbors safe. And we also want to be looking out for our own safety and health as well. And so just, yeah, if you have any concerns, we would definitely always suggest to lean on that side of caution.
1: Mm -hmm. That's great. And uh, you know, I think there's like, along those lines, keeping in mind that some of your neighbors may have, it may be at higher risk themselves, or they may have family members who are at higher risk. And so as we're thinking about reaching out and looking for opportunities to connect with neighbors, they may be more guarded. They may say, you know, I appreciate the idea of a six foot sing along in your front yard, but I, I'm not going to take that risk. And um, we want to be really gracious and, and, you know, acknowledge that potential with folks. And um, if you're going to go with something like that, I think to think about how to say it, in such a way that they know if that's crossing a boundary that they've set that that's cool. That's okay. And, uh, because again, we're all kind of in different situations and we have different networks that could be impacted if one of us were to get sick. And so, um, but still, I think it's, I appreciate this tip Christopher. And I I think it's really good for us to be leaning into the challenge of it to say, what can we do? You know, what can we intentionally be looking for and, and look for that. Um, One thought that crossed my mind too is to be mindful about your own, um, whatever the law of your area is in terms of social distancing. Um, So in Kansas right now, we're not to gather in groups more than 10. So, you know, so if you're gonna have like a, uh, some sort of gathering, then I would, you know, in Kansas, we'd still wanna limit the number of folks that we invited. Um, so there wouldn't be more than 10, even if we were practicing social distancing, I think it's just, it's better to not, not mess with that line. Um, and, and I'm mentioning it mostly because it is different in different places. So, uh, wherever you're at, I'd encourage you to check that out. Um, so, and then also, yeah, I just want to give one more prop to, uh, wearing a mask because Mm -hmm. I don't know, I don't know about other people, but it feels when I put my mask on, it feels really awkward. I, it's embarrassing. And I'm like, I. but I've decided like, I just have to get over that. Like, there's no reason for that. I'm wearing it because I care about the people around me and and I wanna take this seriously. So um, I don't know if you, the listeners are like me. I just like, let's be in this together. Let's set aside that whatever illusion that is and let's let's wear the mask because I think it can make a big difference.
2: Yeah, I mean it's just it's just a season where there's like mean, neighboring's always a little awkward. And now mm-hmm. it's even got a little bit more awkwardness to it and just permission to feel awkward and <laughs> just yes. to do it anyways. Uh and that, you know, the reality is you'll find yourselves in situations if you really try these things where maybe you're not even consistent within yourself, and that's okay. I mean, I had a neighbor who you know he walked up and started petting my dog and got right up on my porch before I realized what was going on and I probably should have said something, but I didn't because I just was caught off guard, and I couldn't come overcome the awkward to say, "Hey, I'm not really comfortable with that mm-hmm. and Another time, a neighbor asked me to come help her with stuff, and I was able to say okay, but here's my boundaries because I was able to lean into the awkward. And so like, just it is, you're learning a new way to interact with people in general and it takes time and you probably aren't gonna be consistent every time and that's okay. So however however you get through it is is just keep, you know, being intentional and just the main thing is knowing that the interactions you do get to have with your neighbors seem to matter even more now than ever. So, yes.
1: Thank you for listening to this episode of the neighbor next door. Uh, this is a podcast produced by the neighboring movement. You can learn about our work and other things that we have going on at our website, www.neighboringmovement.org. And, uh, you can sign up for neighboring tips and read our blog and just all kinds of good stuff.
2: And if you're learning banjo during quarantine, just shoot me a line, you know, send you some tips.
1: Can I advocate for social distancing now, if we're (laughs) (laughs) going (laughs)
0: to?
1: Oh, my gosh. Uh, This podcast is edited by Christopher Swanson. So thank you, Christopher, for your work in uh, making this possible. You can find this podcast wherever you like to find your podcasts. And we encourage you to share it with folks. Let's spread the word and do what we can to be good neighbors in the midst of coronavirus. Until next time, happy neighboring. Happy neighboring. Happy neighboring. neighboring.